What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony here on the Culture Jack Podcast, guys. It's Monday. Madness time. And today, we're going to be talking about the superhero shows and movies going dark. So this has been a long-going conversation. A want, a thing that I think people are scared of, and we're going to talk about it today because there are some shows, there are some characters that I strongly believe should be considered for uh, the dark or the more adult-oriented audience, rated R. That's the premise of this, and there's a lot of really great stories, there's a lot of really great characters that when they get downplayed, in my opinion, you're only getting a aspect of said character. And one can argue, and please do, well, they can still tell the same story. They can, yes, to some degree. But again, some of these characters deal with situations and part of their traits, part of their persona that has been portrayed in the past, whether it's a comic book rendition or or what have you, um, should be warranted to allow them to interact in a similar fashion, in my opinion. Anyway, it's going to be a fun episode, guys. Please feel free and hit that subscribe button if you guys have yet to do that. And if you uh, already have, please uh, give us a review. Um, one of the things that prompted this, uh, you know, through time, I have brought this up and I know Dustin's brought it up and the recent Batman ratings came out. Uh, It's going to be PG-13 and we also have the boys season three and the boys diabolical and invincible and um, the stuff that Doom Patrol is doing and the stuff that Titans is doing and all of these different things. And then, of course, we have um, what Marvel's doing and what DC is doing and what Image is doing. And it poses an interesting question on what does the future hold for these IPs and many others that we haven't even seen recent renditions of on which way they're going to go and why they're going to go that way. Um, the One of the reasons was the Batman rating. I was like, okay, they did PG-13, all right. Um, and then recently, and I talked about this in the Weekend Wire, you know, we've got the Joker coming back out. Joker 2 is going to be released, which for all intents and purposes, I hope it's rated R. We had Logan that was rated R. And it's not necessarily about it being rated R. It's about the themes and uh, story that they're going to tell more so than that. And the character itself, right? I mean, that's those are the things that come to mind when I think about this. So there's that. There's also stuff like I was watching um, some material as I do every week. I try to, you know, get out on the Internet and be open minded about news and open minded about shows and, and what have you for the weekend wire. And I can remember it has to be close to 10 years ago. There was this really cool fan made uh, dark Power Rangers show. And I was like, there is no way they're going to fucking make this. I mean, like as cool as it is, it's just like a dream. And they didn't. But you start thinking about that now. And it's like in the world that we're in today, both IPs can be successful. Both can be, whether it's in the same 
universe or multiverse or in a different one. And I think it's okay uh, in that sense, because again, it's two different stories. It's two different characters. It's, I, I would argue it's probably not necessarily two different fan bases. Um, but when you look at the audiences that are watching these shows, there was a statistic that I was watching the other day on, uh, oh shoot. It was, I, I can't remember. It was on one of the, one of the bigger, t- you know, movie and TV and superhero IG pages and they they ran the statistic and it's like most people that are consuming these superhero movies and shows um, are you know the the folks in their late 20s to early 40s the ones that were fanboys and then of course they're bringing naturally and organically bringing along the kids and and so forth and so on right so but with that being said that is also why we have seen so much success with the boys with Invincible with Titans, with Doom Patrol, with Joker, with Logan, and with some of these other shows that I I feel like they probably wouldn't be a proponent of or a fan of, obviously, if they were 15 years old or eight years old and they can't consume the content unless the parents allow them to do so. Um, but the the main crux of this, in my opinion, is because the the landscape is growing at such a quick pace with all of these characters and everything that's going on i feel as though we're missing a we're missing a large portion of stories uh at the moment predominantly in the mcu in my opinion but also In some of these future IPs, an example is this. I was recently uh, reading The Last Ronin, which is a mini series off of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And this is uh, a it's it's an incredible story. I'm halfway through the story arc and I think book six is coming out soon or what have you. Um, But this is not your traditional Ninja Turtles. Right. It just isn't flat out. I'm telling you, <laughs> this is where then it's spoiler alert. If you're if you're interested in the last Ronin, um, this is where essentially without, I guess, ruining it too much for you. Shit hits the fan. There's one Ninja Turtle left and he is seeking vengeance. It's very bloody. It's the art. The a the exterior art on this is insanity. I mean, there's there's got to be close to a hundred variants um, with some of the, if not the best artists in the world right now. Um, and those some of those said variants are very expensive and very difficult to find and purchase. So that's the collectability side. The other side is the interior art's done freaking incredible. There is some Kevin Eastman art in it. There's some some other uh, artists as well. But the story, um, as it's told, is, you know, there's there's a crazy future. There's, again, there's one turtle left. And I, I don't want to go too far into it because if I, I would recommend reading it if you're a fan of Ninja Turtles. Um, but it's very, in my opinion, it's very adult, uh, very adult written. and there's blood, there's gore. There's no TNA that I've seen as of, as of yet, but the story itself is not something that I would, I would 
refer a a early teenager or child to because I a I don't think they'd get the story, but b um, it's just not not something I would I would uh, send their direction. However, there's tons of other the there's tons of other uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle series that could definitely uh, be re, you know be reviewed or read or what have you from kids. So with this. You know, with the last run, and I'm sitting there, I was thinking about this the other night when I was reading, I was like, man, this would make one incredible mini series. And I don't know who has the rights for the uh, the run anymore because they did do some movies. Um, but it would be incredible to have a rated R Ninja Turtles movie um, that was just this shot, right? Six episodes, eight episodes. And that's that's the story. Leave it alone go on and do something else but for it to be that dark gritty bloody and gory because it is shit is hitting the fan and uh it tells the story of what happened to the other ninja turtles and what happened to splinter and why and um the the current status of april o'neill and casey jones and all of these classic characters but um to even consider that i i was sitting there like god damn and this seems like a missed opportunity well they could make it pg-3 yes they can but that's not that's not the point. It should like that, that specific story, even as it's written and illustrated, it should be gritty because the characters, and again, I'm trying not to ruin any of it. There is a certain amount of greediness to it for a reason. Um, and it would be an incredible story to tell. It would be a concept that is out of the norm. Now keep doing, I am not by any stretch of the imagination saying, stop doing the the PG or PG 13 Ninja Turtles that have recently come out. No, by all means, keep doing that, but give the universe of Ninja Turtles, a alternative of this one shot to show uh, a, the incredible writing and everything that's gone behind it. Uh, but also to show that, Hey, here is an alternative thing that did come out that that was highly received by uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans, highly received by collector collectors and comic book connoisseurs. And here is an alternative for that. I, I just, I'm hesitant to think that way because I'm like, oh, they'll never do it. And it's like, they should do it. I, I feel like they should. I think they should consider doing the last Ronin. And it goes the same for the, the uh, Back to the Power Rangers. You know, why not do a dark version of the Power Rangers, a more matured uh, shit hasn't gone their way. They've been fighting crime for fucking 30 years or 20 years fighting these monsters off. And yeah, one's got a drug addiction. One's an alcoholic. One's, you know, this one's that and tell that story. It doesn't need to be, uh, it doesn't need to be sold as a child's thing. Um, and, and depending on which platforms that it streams to or what have you, uh, then, then it should be able to do so. And you have the warning on it, right? This is not suitable for kids uh, and so forth and so on. Again, I feel like it could be a big thing. Power Rangers, especially I mean, Power Rangers when I was a kid was fucking huge. And, and granted, yes, the IP is a huge IP. And has a growing audience to this day, but again, separate it, tell two different stories, bring back the 30 and 40 year olds, uh, or late 20 year olds that remember watching Zed from the nineties and the green Ranger and the blue Ranger and the red Ranger from the nineties and bring them back in because 
that's the other part of this. I mean, and I could be wrong because I, I don't watch Power Rangers. I haven't since I was a kid, but maybe there are adults that are still watching Power Rangers. Um, but I would imagine that a large part of the maturing fan base has moved on to different things. Um, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I just feel like it's a missed opportunity uh, to capitalize. Like in Power Rangers case, it would be to capitalize on the cultural change also from the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, now into the 2020s, showing their story on like, man, shit's been rough. And I could not imagine how or what it would be like to be a Power Ranger for fucking 20, 30, 40 years, a career Power Ranger uh, dealing with a bunch of shit, you know? Uh, we did get a glimpse of it, yes, in my home with uh, Toby and and whatnot, but that was a very limited glimpse. glimpse. And I would assume dude's been drinking uh, or doing drugs or something after living a long, crazy-ass life of uh, being a superhero for so long at that point. Could be wrong. Um, anyways, that, that was another another uh item that came to mind and there's a lot of variations of stories and and characters again that i feel like you could go or continue continuity like ninja turtles and power rangers for that but also kind of do this alternative uh that i i feel like they would also be able to tell different stories they would also be able to um expand onto any area of of whatever the characters and stories dealing with because of the rated r uh no limitation well there is limitations i can't say there's no limitations but the unrestrictedness of rated r versus pg13 or pg so there's that the other thing is uh I'm sitting here like, Jesus, you know, you look at the success of Invincible. Everybody loves Invincible. Uh, And and I don't mean just like the show. I mean, I can tell you 110% from a collectability standpoint, Invincible as a comic book is insanity to find uh, the early books and key books are crazy. Whatnot, the Whatnot app, I've talked about this before, re-released variations of invincible ones so these are reprints but they're limited and tyler kirkham an incredible artist if you guys want to see some really cool art check out tyler kirkham he uh did variations of these covers there's a uh omni omni man just dropped uh but the uh mark grayson in aka invincible you know he had the first drop and the variations are you know Pretty much it's all the same cover. There's just variations, right? So it's an incredible image of Mark Grayson with a suit getting like blasted off or it's already been blasted up, blood's flying. And there's a color version. There's a virgin where there's no trade dress on it or no lettering above. Black and white version. And then there's a foil version. And those books start, these comic books start at about 200 to 250 bucks and go, I've seen him go for over a thousand dollars. So that's, I mean, you guys, you got to think about this. It's, it's a huge market and the market is continuing to grow. Omni man is doing the same thing. They just released those books. It's going fucking wild, right? Not saying that I'm not saying that invincible would not have been as successful if it wasn't uh, R-rated, I don't think it would have been. I think they would have killed killed the story so much uh, 
in the way that it should be presented that I don't think it would have been as successful. That's, that's my, actually, it's not even opinion. I mean, that's a fact because that's all we can go off of the, the current, uh, success is based off of it being rated R to assume anything else would be an assumption. This is the fact is it's rated R it's doing very well. Another, uh, one that really kind of paved the way in my opinion on bending the rules is Garth Ennis's the boys from dynamite. That show came out. I think a lot of people took a step back and said, holy shit, you know, this isn't just another superhero movie. This is like if real people were fucking superheroes, because there is some truth to that. If you if you can consider the craziness of having these special abilities and dealing with these situations as a person on how they would impact your decision making, your lifestyle and everything in between. And so obviously the boys is going into season three and there's a new animated series, the diabolical uh, run, which I think is eight episodes is coming out here in the next couple of weeks. Um, The comic books have, have been well-received. The art prints have been well-received. You can go get a Funko pop of freaking Homelander or uh, any of the characters that you want from the seven. And so the story there again is, this, I mean, granted, it's it's uh, a very com. I would say it's complex in the sense that there's some crazy shit that happens in the show. But had it been reduced to PG thirteen, I don't think it would have been as widely accepted as it is because the story, the and the acting. I mean, the incredible acting in there, but the characters on how they have to interact and how they do how they uh, uh, make decisions on how and what they show you on the big screen is successful. Now, does that work for everything? No, I am by no stretch of the imagination saying that every show should be rated R. No, not at all. Um, I think that there should be more consideration for some of these more adult stories and characters. And we're going to get to the a couple of characters here in a moment, but anyways, the boys is coming out. And again, it's like, you know, just watch some of the trailers. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be insanity. I mean, it, it's the same for Titans. Titans isn't, I, I don't feel like Titans is wild like the boys in the sense of blood, gore, tits, ass, story, uh, crazy behavior, whatever, whatever the thing that uh, tips you into that rated R. Um, but I do think there's enough blood and gore and enough story there to where it's like, let them walk into that. Um, and it doesn't have to be wildly grotesque, but they should have the ability to tell the story they should be told. So anyways, moving on from the boys, you know, DC um, dark, the dark multiverse is supposedly greenlit. This, this has been on and off for a long time. Um, but in the case that it is greenlit. There is a ton of speculation on what that could and would entail because we're, I believe they already announced that we're getting Zatanna, um, which I'm not, I'm not overly familiar with that character. So I can't talk too much into that, but um, it also appears as though we're getting John Constantine. And this is literally by definition dark, not just like rated R because some of this may not be rated R. Um, but I hope that some of it is like John Constantine, the reprisal of that character. I mean, I know that there's the show and, and all of that, but 
um, a updated version of John Constantine, I think should be rated R. That character, Hellblazer, if you're uh, not familiar with that comic book, or Sandman, if you're not familiar with that comic book, the source material for uh, the character that we see being driven through DC in Vertigo is a rated R character. He's dealing with some serious rated R situations. Now, John Constantine first debuted in Swamp Thing. If you guys didn't know that, but uh, he did. That was his, his debut. But that character is another one where I'm like, man, it has to be rated. He's dealing with like demons and shit from the netherworld. And it should be just dark and gritty. And and that's that's really the story. I hope that they have that because John Constantine also plays a small part in the Sandman. Well, depending on what story that you go off of has a role in the Sandman and the situations he deals with. If it, as described, that is extreme, that's hard R and it should be because of the story that's being told in that given situation. If they dumbed it down, it would not be, they would not show the, scenario that the character is facing with appropriately there's no way uh and you, you'd have to be familiar with it i'm not going to describe it because it's it's fucking nasty and, and horrifying and whatnot but that's one of many examples of the character i do believe that they're going to see that we have the sandman show being in being produced in net with netflix um that should have the DC tie-ins because that's, I know what story they're pulling from, which is so freaking exciting. Um, that's, that's another one that I don't know if they announced the rating, but it has to be rated R. If they PG it. It's, we're going to have some issues. Um, Swamp Thing is another character that could be rated R. Dead Man is another one. These are, again, these are uh, some of the characters from what we're assuming is going to be in the dark uniform, uh, dark universe. Gilmore del Toro is tied to it or has been, um, you know, Edragon, the demon, the specter, swamp thing, John Constantine, phantom stranger. I mean, these are all great characters and there's more. I mean, Batman could have an incredible, very dark rated R movie similar to the Joker. Maybe we'll get that someday. And again, I'm not discrediting any, thing or any of the stuff that's pg-13 or pg or g what i'm saying is is to open up these conversations and and maybe to get some people to think that hey it's okay you still have to have a great fucking story if it's rated r or pg-13 you still have to have a great story in my opinion it's just what does one play in better if you can make it an incredible story and it fits a PG-13 with the swear, the profanity, the uh, sexual content, the uh, violence and blah, blah, blah. Perfect. I am not saying, but don't restrict some of these incredible stories and characters. Limit them to that. You know, a great, a great example. Let's let's talk about Marvel. And this this one kind of scares me. Um, and I'll tell you a couple of reasons why there's actually, there's a couple of characters that it just kind of scares me. Cause it's like, don't, don't dumb them down so bad that it's, it's unrecognizable to being true. The character, the Punisher, John Bernthal's the Punisher, the Netflix series did him some justice. There's, there's some things that I wish they would have did a little different in my opinion, but the Punisher is a brutal assassin mercenary character. That is who he is. That don't change that. 
don't adapt it and and have him you know well i'm i'm a nice guy now it's like then choose a different character that fits that mold don't even bring him in in my opinion i don't feel like it's worth the wait if they're going to dumb him down to such a character that is unrecognizable by the resource material that's my opinion and and i i really feel that way now um, if you're going to cameo them, I get it. If you're going to cameo these characters, Deadpool is a perfect example. Keep Deadpool fucking rated R. Okay. Ton of success with Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. Keep going in that direction. If you want to cameo him, his scenes, depending on the movie. Okay. I get it. Don't make him rated R in those sequences. He can still be a smart ass. He can still, but he's going to have limited screen time. If he's got seven minutes in a three hour long movie, to you know make fans excited or or what whatever it may be then um by all means that that's incredible so uh going forward with that i i feel like you know we've got the want for punisher we've got the one and there's still there there's a ton of rumors right now saying john bernthal is is signing some stuff and we're going to see him nothing concrete yet. Uh, another character that, that came to mind was the recent portrayal of Kingpin Wilson Fisk, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, and I like that. There's actually an interview with Vincent D'Onofrio where he talks about the subtle differences between the Netflix portrayal and then the Marvel portrayal. I like the Marvel portrayal, even though it was very limited. Um, we did get to see a lot of what was going on in the Kingpin world. But he was stronger. Uh, he was stronger both in physical strength and in endurance. And I like that. Make a Kingpin movie. Make it rated R. Because in Kingpin's world. Now, while he was in that limited scene, that didn't have to be rated R. That was done very well. But while Kingpin is in Kingpin's world, he is a Kingpin of Hell's Kitchen. And, and the greater part of New York, let him be that vicious, just nasty character. Because I also think holistically that some of this stuff will play very well with the PG 13 uh, shows because you're going to take this nasty kingpin S character who had a rated R movie that maybe some people didn't watch because of the restrictions um, be featured in this PG 13 because the story isn't necessarily kingpin. He may be the bad guy, but the story's about daredevil. I, I, really hope that they start considering those options. They do have the platform to be able to put these movies and shows on, which is very similar to like what DC is doing, right? They have Hulu, put it on there. That's what they did with MODOK. Put Kingpin on Hulu, put Punisher on Hulu, put Deadpool on Hulu. I get it. You don't, you know, it's almost a scare thing, but in the same, in the same regard, it's like, no, then your Disney plus application itself Everything on there is PG-13 or below. Leave it that way. That's fine. But the other stuff on Hulu. Why? Because you guys have the partnership with the streaming services that should allow you to do said things. Hey, we're going to put all the rated R stuff over there. DC is putting the PG stuff on CW. Okay. Rated R stuff, HBO Max. That's the agreement. That's the way they're streaming it. I think that's a great relationship. And I think... It allows for several different stories to be told while even in the same universe, it also allows some trueness to the character and the adult theme stories that should be told with said 
certain characters, not all of the characters. I am again, Spider-Man, the way they're doing Spider-Man fucking perfect. I, I think that's, that's okay. Awesome. Um, the, the way that they did Venom Two, let there be carnage. They pushed it to them to the max for the rating. Uh, and, and they did well with that movie. Could it have been rated R? I think they could have pushed it to rated R and we would have saw a lot more chaos. We would have saw a lot more blood. We would have saw a lot more gore. Um, but was it warranted and that's specific? No, uh, they, they were right there at that line. Um, but again, when you got a character like the Punisher or like John Constantine or like this or that, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Am I saying that they're not going to be successful with it? No, I'm not saying that at all. But I think that the stories, especially when you dive into some of the different ones or the characters, that you're not fully getting the potential out of what the character uh, and the the character and the story that has been told the Punisher, <coughs> excuse me. The Punisher is one. I think Wolverine is another one that sits on the fence. He has claws in his hands and he stubs them into you and rips them out. We don't get to see any blood. We don't get to see any of that. And it's like until Logan anyways. And it's like, no, this, this should be one of those characters. Yes. He's huge. Yes. He's a big, but moving forward, put, put him over there. Let him be Wolverine. He's shoving three knives out of his hand into your insides and ripping them out. It's uh, the nature of the beast, man. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was a fun discussion to have because um, the more of these stories and the news that I keep reading, I'm like, I, I don't necessarily lean, and it may sound like it from uh, my points i'm trying to make in this episode but i don't lean into everything should be rated r that is not the case and i don't want it that way i don't believe it it is warranted that way my my scare and hesitation is that if they don't find these boundaries especially in the marvel world we're going to be put into a situation to where we're never you're never going to get the true the trueness of the characters and the situations that come from it. Um, and we're going to keep seeing that is where, again, I feel like DC is making very smart decisions on fuck doom patrol rated R throw that shit in there. Uh, Peacemaker incredible show rated R <laughs> without a doubt rated R. And I, I think we're going to going to uh, continue to see creators with, it. I mean, James Gunn, um, there's a ton of speculation on what he's doing next for DC, uh, especially like a James Gunn thing. James Gunn kills it in both worlds, PG-13 and rated R. Um, so, you know, what what Ballywick, the Peacemaker character and the Vigilante character that we're seeing in Peacemaker, had it been dumbed down, I think would have been silly. And I don't think it would have had the uh, the staying power or the the. Uh, appeal that it has i just don't i think that some of the stuff that they've said alone just the dialogue to exclude the the blood and gore or what you know what have you would have not stuck nearly as well and it would have came off uh just misdelivered and like why isn't this rated r and then it would have been that whole situation but again in this instance we're not seeing that we're we're seeing james gunn uh be able to do what James Gunn does, and it's uh, incredible, and I think this show is incredible. Is this the best show ever made? No, this show is a funny, um, a, a funny ass show 
that has some cool characters, a great story, a fun story, and is different from others. And that's that's the other, I guess, caveat to what I'm trying to explain here, too, is um, there is a wild difference between one show to the next and one story to the next. And they should not be all lumped in as to soul superhero movies should be PG-13 because that's, you know, that's what makes them the money. Well, that can be argued. I mean, Deadpool broke records. Uh, the Boys is broken records. Invincible broke records. Uh, do again? They have to be selective. That's their job, man. They're the produ- the producers and the storytellers within these um, places. You know, whether it is a Marvel IP, a DC IP, an Image Comics IP, whatever the IP is, I mean, they have to make the decisions on the agreements and what stories they're telling me because there's a lot of stuff that's still out there for speculation that has to be rated R. Department of Truth is one that was possible speculation from Image Comics that is going to be rated R if and when it when it comes out. Um, but then you got stories like Sweet Tooth, which is original content from Jeff Lemire and Image, and they killed it. Didn't need to be rated R. Thank God it wasn't kind of situation, but a great story, fun and very well executed. But then you've got others that the story itself is rated R um, or they should have the ability to utilize rated R. Let me put it that way, I guess, instead of it just being rated R. Sandman, as I brought up earlier, that is that it has to be rated R. If you've read the books, you'll know why. Um, And there's no reason to dumb it down. That's the other part with some of this is what what is the reasoning to dumb some of this stuff down? Now, I get the, like I mentioned earlier, Power Rangers. Okay, I get it why you don't do it. But has a thought, has anything ever been, you know, considered there? The same with the uh, Ninja Turtles and the, the last Ronin story. There's been a ton of success around the publication of this content. And to put together a miniseries, it would be it would be wildly received by those that know the comic. And those that don't, you do a dark and gritty Rated R, never before seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're going to get some appeal. I would, I, I could only imagine. But I'm not the guy behind the scenes. I'm not a production company. This is just my, my speculation, guessing, wishes, and dreams. But I do think uh, what we're seeing, though, as as kind of a pivot of the conversation, or to pivot in this conversation holistically, we are seeing. Um, more acceptance. DC, in my opinion, is leading the way. Image, uh, the, the partnerships with Image and the creators, whether it's the uh, Invincible, the Boys, and, and what have you, which is Dynamite and, and others, Garth Ennis and and uh, uh, Robert Kirkman and, and whatnot. But like, as we continue to see this, and shit, I mean, Todd McFarlane's got his own stuff coming out. You know, I think we're going to continue to see a broad assortment of material and characters and and actors, actresses, production houses continue to kind of fan out these stories in the appropriate direction of said rating, allowing for uh, there to be the rated R, the PG-13, the PG, the dark universes where it's dark, gritty, and, and uh, a higher level of violence, a higher level of blowing, uh, you know, blood and gore, higher level of uh, dark storytelling. And I, I it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. That's that's the whole reason I wanted to talk about this today was I, uh, like I said, man, I, I watched 
several tidbits about some of the stuff that's going on. And I have been reading quite a bit of material that I was like, God, I wish they would make this. And if they do, they can't dumb it down, man. Don't, don't back it off. Don't, don't pull the, pull the quarterback. But again, there are plenty, there's plenty of content. There's plenty of source material to go the other way. PG. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, look at what Marvel has done. Marvel has capitalized on non-rated R content and they're going to continue to without a doubt. Now I am not saying ease off of that, keep that going, but please Marvel, I know you're listening, Kevin Feige, consider the rated R Deadpools, consider the rated R Wolverine Punisher and some of these other characters. We'll dive into that a little further down the road in a different episode. But um, looking at this year's videos that are coming out and not knowing all of the ratings as of as of yet, I know for a fact where I'm almost positive all the Marvel stuff PG-13 or below not 100% sure on what direction. Um, well, shit, here's another example. Moon Knight, I wish that was rated R. <laughs> I'll tell you that right out of the gate. Uh, that would be incredible. It won't be, but it would still be incredible. Boy can dream. Um, but I'm not sure on some of these new IPs and some of these extended IPs that we're going to uh, see take on what rating is uh, Black Adam. I hope it's rated R. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I want to see him fucking just... I, I want to see him just go go fucking bonkers, you know. I don't want uh, the multiverse of madness being rated R. I just don't think it warrants it. I don't think Thor Thor will warrant it in the story. But I mean, Thor that's that's another that's another one um, that that could be up in question. You know, I don't. I believe that they're merging several stories from like Thor, God of Thunder which is the Gore the God Butcher origin and first appearance and the Jane Foster Thor runs the Thor God and Thunder. If you guys aren't familiar with that, I mean like the character that uh, the main villain, I guess we haven't seen anything official on it, but Gore the God Butcher is literally a God Butcher. He's, he's murking people. I mean, the comic, you got a head floating down the river uh, from a God and I mean, like, that's how diabolical and badass this dude is. That's literally the name of his game. So, again, um, you know, do do you want it to be? And it doesn't have to be hard art. And let me let me clarify this, too. I guess I should have made that clear. It doesn't have to be hard art on any of this shit, but certain stories it should be allowed to. So I doubt it. I in fact, I'm going to say that it's not. It's going to be PG-13. There's no way. Fine. That's that's great. Deadpool three announcement better be fucking rated R. It has to be rated R. Come on. No, we're going to take away all of the inappropriate slang and language and blah, 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 and and the use of blood and gore, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you're changing the whole story dynamic to fit your box. Come on. Anyways, I'm not going to continue going down this story, guys. I just wanted to talk about it because it's a fun topic to talk about. Um, I, I Well, I don't think there are a large amount of adult rated or rated R superhero and superhero resourced or comic book resource and material that is being produced right now. Um, and I'm excited to see it as much and maybe less than some of the stuff. Well, actually I'm not going to say that because that doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I would say it doesn't sway me one way or the other, unless justice is not done to the said story or character that they're that they're uh, presenting and at this time um 
at, at first blush, there's there's a handful of a handful of things that I would have changed different. Like I said, if they do a kingpin show or movie, please make it rated R. Make Wilson Fisk fucking scare you as he is the kingpin. Bring back, you know, bring back the bros, uh, the tracksuit mafia. Bring you know, bring that stuff back, um, and and keep doing what you're doing with everything else. Just tell the Echo story. Tell the Daredevil story. Um, and what have you. So anyways, enough of that, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. What are your thoughts on today's subject? The dark or or it's a combination. I, I was using dark to mask rated R or adult ask, but it is uh, a combination because the dark universe is, in my opinion, for the most part, should be rated R because uh, they lean into some dark ass stories. Um, but not, again, not necessarily in all cases. Um, but what do you think the what do you think the future holds for rated R superhero movies within all of the main publishers, whether it's Image Comics as an IP trans transitioned over, or if it's Dynamite, or if it's DC Comics, or if it's Marvel? Clearly, DC is already in route. Image is in route. They've already got IPs. Dynamite's in route with IPs. Marvel seems to be the one guy that's kind of standing back holding holding strong so far but will we see a rated r deadpool will we see a rated r uh wolverine or what are your thoughts on that please drop a comment below uh fun conversation today guys i hope you enjoyed this uh that's that's what we got for you thank you so much for tuning in the culture jack podcast as always guys please take a moment hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed or following the podcast we're available on all major podcasting platforms we always appreciate those that uh, do that. If you've already done it, please drop us a review on your favorite podcast. We appreciate that as well. Thank you guys. Make sure to check us out on IG, Facebook, and uh, everywhere else. Catch up with you in the next episode.